This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Well, if you stayed up late, you certainly got your money's worth. The Cougars dominating Arizona State tonight in Las Vegas. Cougars defeating the Sun Devils 77-49. to 24 points, a career high for Noah Waterman. He was brilliant tonight. 9 of 14 from the field, 6 of 9 from 3. Also had 7 rebounds. And maybe the best news of all was when Greg found in the uh, the rule book that uh, even though he got a technical for coming off the bench during that uh, that uh, fight uh, late in the ball game that also saw uh, Atiki uh, get ejected, that because he did not participate in the fight, uh, according to the rule book, he should be good to go tomorrow. Uh, that is certainly good news. Uh, if Noah Waterman is uh, is going to be able to to do anything close to what he did tonight, he he played so well tonight, and we've really seen him this season. Uh, just a completely different player than last year. It's really good to see, and I'm really happy for him for the success that he's having on the court right now. And hey, BYU's now five and zero to begin the season, and the matchup tomorrow night will be against the NC State Wolfpack. Uh, it will be the second game. It will be the championship game of the Vegas Showdown. And uh, the winner gets the title. That game will get underway at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. That means I'll be on the air with Cougar Pregame Live at 7 o'clock. All right. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Big O Tires is the team you trust. We'll get you back down to Vegas uh, for player reaction as well as hearing from the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. Don't forget. When the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Let's update you on the day in Big 12 college basketball. Texas Tech defeating Northern Iowa. Apparently every team in Iowa was in action today. Uh, Texas Tech defeating Northern Iowa 72-70. to Oklahoma over over Iowa 79 to 67 and Iowa State defeats VCU 68 to 64 those were the other Big 12 teams that were in action today in the top 25 number 3 Arizona and number 21 Michigan State the Wildcats defeating the Spartans 74 to 68 couple of upsets this is one of them Colorado State knocks off number 8 Creighton in the Hall of Fame Classic 69 248 Isaiah Stevens with 20 points for the Rams Penn State at number 12 Texas A&M the Aggies getting the win 89 to 77 in overtime Villanova upsets North Carolina the 14th ranked Tar Heels fall 83 to 81 number 19 Florida Atlantic over Butler 91 to 86 Memphis defeating number 20 Arkansas 84 to 79 and number 23 USC takes down Seton Hall 71-63 in favor of the Trojans. All right, tomorrow night, big one at Southfield. Your top-seeded BYU women's soccer team facing third-seed North Carolina at Southfield in the Elite Eight. As a reminder, the Tar Heels actually knocked BYU out last year in North Carolina on their home field, so now the, uh, the roles are reversed. The Cougars getting to host the Tar Heels at Southfield should be a fantastic one. The winner moving on to the Final Four. You can watch the game 6 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow night 
on ESPN+. All right, coming up next, we'll check in on some football, both college and NFL. We'll get you all those scores when we come back. BYU improves to 5-0. and oh, They knock off Arizona State tonight in Vegas, 77-49. We'll be back with more Cougar Post Game Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU gets the win over Arizona State 77-49. Let's head back down to Vegas. Standing by with Greg and Mark is Trevanell, guys. Jason, Greg, and Mark, and Trevanell, BYU with a 77-49 win over Arizona State. Trevin, congratulations on the victory. Big one here in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, it's great to be in Vegas with the guys. I mean, we fought from the tip to the end of the whistle, um, and I feel like the guys really played really hard. Um, This team was really athletic. I feel like they challenged us in a different way with their athleticism and their length. And, like, it was a three-point game with seven minutes left in the first half until uh, we finally just kept to what we know and, you know, all the hard work we put in, and then we finally blew it open. It was grimy in the first half. No one's shots were falling for, for either team. So how do you just kind of get through that? Um, I mean, it's just about trusting that process, you know. Uh, like Coach Pope always tells us every single day, like he can't wait to me. He's like, hey, like, you know, this is what we do. No matter shots are falling or not, like the team trusts everybody. And it kind of goes back to that whole thing that I love is like the urgency and faith. Like we put on all that work, so we already have that urgency like checked. And now it's just trusting us and, tr- and having that faith. And not only our teammates, but just, you know, um, and our coaches and just our game plan and, and I feel like our just how we per, like attempt and like go into the game, our mindset is so much better than I feel like it has before, especially mine. Arizona State's a team that plays really good defense, quick, recover to shooters. What what was the game plan coming into this one, knowing what uh, the Sun Devils brought to the table? Uh, we knew they were going to be a really long, athletic team, and uh, we knew it was going to be a battle. Like those guys are some some dudes, you know, and so we really had a hang our hats on on the defensive end and rebounds like if we like if we look at the stats we out rebounded them and we really crushed it on the offensive end so uh, you put those two things together and it transports and transfers into the offensive end first half you had zero points but you finished with nine <laughs> tonight you got going yeah that was fun I mean I was super frustrated at first I had good conversations with coach um, just about like the flow of the offense I felt like I was standing around not really being aggressive in a way and it kind of affected me mentally um and then I had great conversations with my my coaches and even our GAs like Melvin Goins came up to me he's like hey when you touch that ball and you see just a hint of daylight you shoot that thing like the team trusts you like have faith in yourself like have faith that all that work you put in is going to pay off so as soon as I saw a little daylight I was like I'm shooting this thing (laughs) and then it went in and like every everything felt good after that really helped you guys get off to a nice second half start of course with Noah Start, finish, middle, whatever. He was going all night. 24 points, new career high for Noah. New career high, six threes as well. That's actually super funny. That's his career high. I told this kid because he's like, man, you guys are all shooters. I was like, well, you guys got to start guarding number zero. He's going to have a career high on you guys. And so it's funny that it's a, it's a career high. But Noah's a great dude. Like, he puts in the work. I feel like he's grown so much from last year. Um, and we trust him with so much stuff. Like, he's come into his own where he can, like, we had, they were pressing. He's like, Trev. I'm going to flash middle, and I'm going to skip it to you. You're going to be wide open for a three. And he's like, and vice versa. 
Mm-hmm. And, of course, I flashed middle, passed, and I skipped to him for a three. <laughs> so it was super <laughs> funny, and he was laughing. But he works super hard. I, I, I'm, I'm his roommate, and, like, just how we approach the game together is, is super unique. And, like, I could, like him and Natiki call each other twins, but he's kind of my twin in terms of shooting. So uh, I love that dude, and he deserves a career night like he did tonight. He really helped us. Well, that was a, a physical game tonight, Trevin. I know you got socked in the jaw and Foos will need stitches and obviously got a little too physical at the end. But what was kind of the sense after you get this big win, you go in the locker room, all that going on, what was kind of the sense in the locker room after this one? Uh, just that we got to – I mean, there's a lot said, you know. Um, but we just got to uh, keep to our own, um, be really poised and present. Um, and Coach Pope, at the end of the day, said, hey, I don't want to take away from this joy because like, we were all kind of kind of in a, a weird space not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow for the championship game. But um, he's like, guys, you guys played an incredible game. Like, if you look back, Arizona State's a great team, and we held them to 49 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we really hang our hats on that defensive end, um, and we have great coaches. Like Coach Kill's scout was amazing. Um, so we were – uh, you know, getting ready for NC State. Like, we're going back and watching film right now. Um, going to hurry and change, eat some food, and, you know, get right back to the, tomorrow's game. You get a chance to win a championship tomorrow night. You get a trophy. I'm so excited. <laughs> Ever since I've been here, you know, it's been a dream of mine to win um, and be on that floor with those, like, all my dogs and all my boys. Um, and, like, it, it's just such, like, a blessing, you know, because we put so much work in. Like, if I think back to even last year, and this whole summer, like, leading up to it, we've worked so hard. Like, I, I wish people saw how hard we, like, blood, sweat, and tears on that court. Um, and it's really paying off. And, like, this dynamic in the locker room is something special. Like, it's, like, my first year, even times, like, 10, because I'm I'm almost that, like, veteran guy, you know. So the locker room vibe and just how we are with each other is super unique and super dynamic, and it's something that I think is shown on the court. Well, Trevin, congratulations to you and the boys for getting to the title game against NC State. We know you guys will give it your best shot, no matter how many bodies you've got out there to take on the Wolfpack. And, uh, and let's keep this thing going here. 5-0, and how does it feel to be 5-0? and It feels great, you know. Uh, it feels good to be in Vegas on Thanksgiving. So, hey, I didn't even wish you guys happy Thanksgiving. Happy, so Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving. We didn't do it. Happy Thanksgiving, Trevin. Happy Thanksgiving to the Cougar Nation. Yes, know? indeed. How was it? Did you guys get a chance to, like, have, uh, like, did it feel kind of family-ish today? Uh, I mean, it was a long day. So we woke up and we kind of did like our own stuff together. We've had a lot of time just with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had a little Super Smash competition for a little bit. Uh, But it was fun just to be with the guys. And, you know, tomorrow is going to be a little bit better just with not playing at 9 o'clock. But it's going to be fun for sure. Well, way to go. Happy Thanksgiving again to you and your family. And uh, we will see you back here tomorrow. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Trevin. That's Trevin Nell. We'll come back with more. Jason Shepard, Cougar Post Game Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougars stay undefeated. They are now 5-0 after beating ASU tonight in Vegas, 77-49. Let's uh, quickly update you on today in the NFL. Three games on this Thanksgiving. Started out in Detroit. Packers defeating the Lions in Detroit, 29-22. Cowboys winning at home big over the Commanders, 45-10 is the final score. And the nightcap in 
Seattle, it was the 49ers winning on the road over the Seahawks, 31-13. There was one college football game today. Number 12, Ole Miss winning at Mississippi State by 10. The final score, 17-7. All right, speaking of NFL, uh, there is one game tomorrow. For whatever reason, there's a 1 o'clock game tomorrow. It's the prime game, I guess. The Jets hosting the Dolphins. Remember, Zach Wilson not the starting quarterback uh, in New York. Uh, let's see if that offensive line can protect whoever is uh, the quarterback for the Jets. All right, after the break, the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, is going to join the guys from Las Vegas. Cougars get the win 77-49 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. All right, so we are back in Las Vegas, Michelob Ultra Arena. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, head coach of the Cougars. Mark Pope popping on the headset as BYU defeats Arizona State. Final score 77-49. to BYU opens 5-0 and on the season. Coach Pope with us, and Coach Pope, congratulations on getting to the championship game tomorrow night. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I'm super proud of our guys. What a, what a fun night. Uh, getting to play on Thanksgiving is really, really special. Um, it was a long day for our guys, but but they really responded and, and uh, put together a terrific effort tonight. Uh, really great night for the Cougs. You guys have been rolling under tremendous offensive efficiency, and even when things weren't terribly efficient in the first half, you found other ways to make your presence known and keep an advantage. Yeah, um, you know, we, we talk about this every day, and I know we talk about it on every broadcast with you guys, but, you know, um, this is a two, it's a, it's a, it's a dual uh, attack. Um, we're really trying to make people guard 27 by 50, and we're really trying to make up for it. Uh, our safety uh, blanket is the offensive glass. And, you know, we didn't shoot it well in the first half. Everything was a little bit ugly because Arizona State's one of the top defensive teams statistically in the country uh, so far in this early season, and they certainly were guarding us. Um, but we came up with 11 offensive rebounds, and, and that that is the – I mean, I mean, that's how it works, right? If you're going to be really aggressive offensively, you're going to really be a 27 by 50 team, then you have to be good on the offensive glass. And tonight, more than any other game in that first half so far, uh, that really showed, and I was really proud of our guys. So through five games now, you are better than two to one on the offensive glass. You've, you have 80 offensive rebounds to the opposition's 39 through yeah. five games. Yeah. And and um and we actually make shots sometimes too. So it's not like we it's not like we're missing every shot, but um uh, I'm really proud of that. You know, we we think it's one of our superpowers. Um you know, it, it is a it is a real challenge for any coach, any team to get five guys committed to a project on every single possession. Um, as we were kind of uh, doing some research, this is uh, Coach Fennell. Kale Fennell is the one that came to us with this this summer. He's like, Coach, uh, I'd really like to try this Keegan Brown analytic. He's been pushing the offensive glass forever. And so we've tried this new wedge, uh, you know, offensive rebounding philosophy um, it kind of came from a coach that, that did it for a few years in Australia. Then I have a dear friend in, in Division One coaching that tried it a few years ago. 
and they both bailed on it because we just couldn't get our guys to do it consistently. Hmm. And um, that has not been a problem for our guys, man. Our guys are buying in more and more every single day. And like I said, it's I think it's 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 hard to find a group of guys that'll do it, but these guys will. One guy that's bought into that is Noah. What a great game tonight! Twenty four points, career high for him. Uh, he's been doing that for you all year long. The offense kind of kicked in for him tonight. Great effort from Noah. Uh, when you needed some offense, he, he was one guy that was delivering for you in that first half. Yeah, it was interesting. Noah turned down his very first three of the game. And, you know, he did that once before. I can't remember if it was Morgan State or, or somewhere else. But um, And so he turned on the very first one, and I was just like, Noah Waterman. <laughs> He didn't turn down any others, and um, he made two huge threes, two really difficult threes in the first half that kind of bailed us out, and then, and then in the second half against the press, he was just like, "Let's go, man! Are you guys really going to let me get open threes uh, against this press?" And 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 those can be high pressure shots, and he just knocked them down uh, without a second thought. But again, you know, it's not. What what's made Noah so special this year is not him making shots. It's been that he's on the floor whether he makes shots or not because he's rebounding and he's guarding and he's bringing urgency to the floor and and that's actually what makes great players and 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 you know he had a chance to do what he did tonight because of how he's played approached the last five games on the defensive end and on the glass and on the communication and urgency side and I'm really proud of him man. It's actually so so great to to see. It's really impressive. And Trevin Nell told us post game that uh, coaches and people like Melvin Goins are saying if you see a sliver, your job is to shoot the ball. And Trevin came out and had a good second yeah, half too. Yeah, Trev was a little frustrated. You know, they were face guarding him in the first half, and he, you know, um, and so he, you know, he was he was he was um, a little frustrated. He wasn't getting shots, and then the second half, he's like, I'm getting shots. And um, you know, he's got a quick trigger, and he's a, a really talented uh, shooter. And and he found some really open windows. The, f- the second possession of the second half, uh, Dallin found him with a 75 foot uh, cross court transition pass, and Trev uh, caught it and released it in no time at all. And and that's he is dangerous. Um, he's a dangerous, dangerous player, and he he makes such a he has such an impact on all the other uh, players on our team, all of our opportunities, because he's just demands so much gravity um, on the court. The, in a game you win by 28, I'm not sure if it, if it makes sense to go back to a shot that happens in a single-digit game, but a shot that Trey Stewart makes for you late yeah. in the first half yeah. felt big looking back on you know, I thought I thought Trey was huge. You know, we, we kind of got to that four-minute media, and, and Dallas was a little bit fatigued, and, and – um, and so uh, we went to Trey. It was his second rotation through. His first one had been pretty short. And, um, you know, he gets a catch and shoot, uh, and he bangs it and then had two great defensive possessions and then I think got to the line and, and made two free throws. Um, but those little stretches are so incredibly important. They're, they're you know, those little stretches. And, and that's the payoff that we get from the growth that Trey has had and 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 what he did in the first four games um you know the fact that he moved to the bench uh you know does not make him a forgotten guy it makes him a massively important guy and the, you know you know on a second rotation that he could come in and have that type of impact for us was huge i was so proud of him and so happy for him what was the half halftime like for you it seemed to me coming out of the halftime 
the guys like Dallin were a lot more aggressive, turning the corner, getting to the rim, and just kind of pressing the issue a little bit more. Was that something talked about at halftime? The numbers were much better in the second half, obviously. Yeah, you know, I liked us in the first half because we never gave in to frustration, right? You know, we're a really good defensive team. It felt like, you know, we, we, we thought they were going to bring two to the ball more. We thought the press was going to have more impacts in the first half, and they kind of bailed on both of those things. And so we, we were still in this kind of slip mindset. We weren't really screaming. We screening. We weren't kind of we, there was no continuity to what we were doing, and the guys just you know sometimes that can steal your energy. But the guys responded with eleven offensive rebounds, right? Um, but we knew we kind of kept saying timeouts, guys, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, because you always find a rhythm to the game. And early in the second half, the guys found a much cleaner rhythm to the game, found some transition opportunities, made some good decisions, made some shots, and then it, then it was on, right? Um, uh, you know, Arizona State has been really effective uh, with their press. Um, they just beat a really good UMass Lowell team down 12 in the last two and a half minutes and, and, and really jumped onto that press. And uh, it's it, against Texas Southern, it was, a, you know, it was in the first uh, few minutes of the game where it really had a huge impact. And so um, I was really proud of how our guys responded when they kind of went to that weapon that's been a fallback for them. And our guys, uh, our guys handled it really, really well. We'll take a break. We'll have concluding comments with the coach coming up. Mark Pope is with us. It is BYU Creamery, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. More with the coach after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Las Vegas, Michelob Ultra Arena, the Vegas Showdown, BYU 77 and Arizona State 49 tonight's final score. BYU on to the championship game against NC State tomorrow night. Time for the Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. Good look at second-half shooting for BYU tonight. 52% from the field and 57% from three as BYU pulls away for the 28-point win. And, Coach, you've now made... 10 or more threes in your first five games to start the year. The last streak of five games or longer happened with your first BYU team. 2019-20, you had a stretch of six straight games of double-digit threes in January, February, back of 2020. So it's that kind of shooting right now. Yeah, I'm really proud of our guys for getting up 33. That's probably the most important number there is that we got, is it, is we got them up. You know, we're... Like we, we've kind of Cody and I are still arguing. He wants thirty, I want thirty-five. So the guys have decided to split it right down the middle. But it's really important uh, that we continue to do that. And and we had some guys really make shots tonight, which helps. Um, uh, it was super important. But you know that's the whole twenty-seven by fifty mentality, and it's really important for us. Foose was cut. Uh, he was able to play. I assume he's going to be all right for tomorrow. But he he struggled a little bit tonight we're just used to him being so good mm-hmm. what what was uh arizona state kind of doing to and i i do note that foos had five assists which mm-hmm. is impressive but what yeah. were they doing to kind of take foos out of the game well you know they made some some catches difficult and actually we weren't we weren't great getting him the ball um 
you know, uh, you know, we had a couple possessions where guys are trying to make passes into him over the top from beyond the three-point line. And, and and where we're best is when we can get to the elbow and, and make a post entry or over the top that way, where it's an eight-foot pass instead of a 22-foot pass. And I'll, I'll really credit uh, Arizona State's perimeter defense with limiting our ability to effectively get him the ball. Mm. Um, he missed a couple bunnies uh, in the first half that normally go down for him. Um, you know, I thought he had a physical impact on the game. Um, um, you know, and so so that's going to happen sometimes. He just draws so much attention. But those five assists are huge. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm, 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 it's escaping me right now, but there was some point in this game that was really important where Foose, uh, you know, found, I believe it was Noah in the corner yeah, against the double team. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was early in the second half. It was a really, really important play for us. Just, um, you know, just kind of sending the message like, hey, you better not, you know, you better not bring a second defender in. And from that point, with the, I think the press is also really effective about kind of limiting our post catches. We're, we're, we kind of stay fully on attack, which really worked for us tonight. But um, what happens is, is is we end up getting a lot of open threes um, against the press, um, which which we love. But it, it does take Foose out of the equation a little bit uh, when, that, when that's happening on a bunch of possessions. All right, let's go to the final minute of a game. You're winning big, and Atiki gets tangled up with Akil Watson beneath the basket, and uh, an altercation ensues. You hit the floor really quick, which you're allowed to do, as are your assistant coaches, which is an alteration to the rule book. But, um, but, but players on the bench are not uh, allowed to come on the playing floor, and, it, and Noah Waterman did. He was ejected from the rule book. An ejection does not carry with it a suspension, but a tiki situation is different. What do you know right now about a tiki's adjudication tonight and availability for tomorrow? Well, uh, you know, clearly we know both those guys were ejected from the game. We'll find out um, more uh, probably early tomorrow morning, uh, you know, when, when, when the coordinators in the East Coast um, kind of give their input. Um, you know, listen, it's, you know, uh, Noah Waterman had no intention of running out there to fight. He had intention of running out there to, to help his teammate. Now, that doesn't matter. It still warrants an ejection, and that's on me and my staff. Our job is to keep guys on the bench. Um, keep guys that are on the bench, they have to stay on the bench. The only guys that are allowed to, to kind of take a protective stance on the court are the, four, the other four players on the court. Um, and it was a little bit weird because everyone kind of run in transition defense, and those two were, were st- tangled up uh, down here. Um, you know, I think it was, um, you know, um, I'm hopeful that we find uh, some some space here to move on to the next game, and we'll see how that goes. But, um, uh, you know, I understand the instinct. I understand the instinct of all our guys to want to have their guys back. I mean, you know, universally we love Atiki so much like we love every guy on this team. And so uh, when there's a little scuffle, everybody's instinct is to go help. And we just have to we have to be really great at fighting that um, instinct because uh, the consequences are pretty dire. Hopefully uh, we'll have a full team intact tomorrow. That's what we're hoping for. You've got NC State now in the championship game of the Vegas Showdown. They beat Vanderbilt tonight 84-78. Yeah, terrific team. Uh, they've been playing great basketball. Um, they, you know, they'll uh, they they got a huge force inside. A really really talented playmaker, scorer, passer. Uh, 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 Kevin does an unbelievable job switching up defenses. They'll press. Uh, they'll give you all kind of different packages. Um, they have some explosive guards that can really score. Um, and so it's going to be a, a, a great game. Um, you know, they're uh, they've had like I said tremendous uh, success early in this season, and um, we can't wait to get to it. Good luck tomorrow night, Coach. Well done tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. You. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy and Thanksgiving. Cougar Nation. All right. We'll come back and wrap it up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.